Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Jim McCarthy, and sitting with me here today is Dr. Ajoy John. Sir, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, having me open. Of course, my friend. Dr. John, Bajoy John and I have gone back a, quite a ways, I would say. Uh, you, you specialize in a, uh, an area of uh, medicine that is appealing and applies to pretty much every human being on the planet, and that is the area of sleep study. Is that right? And sleep medicine. Sleep medicine. The whole you, you are You are the, uh, you call yourself, what is your moniker that you came up with? I think uh, I like initially sleep guru, but mm-hmm. I think I like the fact that I'd be called Dr. Sleep Fix. Sleep Fix, because believe it or not, there's a lot of issues with sleep, not only in the country. Is it, is it a, a, a national thing with the U.S. or is it worldwide? Typically? It is a global problem. Right. There's many reasons we will go into, but this is, a, I call it the new pandemic. The new pandemic. Oh, man. (laughs) So Dr. Bajoy John is a board-certified physician and practicing sleep specialist currently in private practice with over 25 years of experience in pulmonary, critical care, and sleep medicine, treating children and adults with various sleep disorders. He is the founder and medical director of Sleep Wellness Clinics of America in Brentwood and the Sleep Fix Academy as well offering education, uh, newer diagnostic modalities, home testing, second opinions, and one-stop treatment for a full spectrum of sleep disorders. Now, essentially what that means, at least for me, uh, my wife got tired of listening to me fight for my life at night because I uh, suffered from sleep apnea. Little did I know, uh, my father did too. Uh, I don't think it was called that back then, or maybe he wasn't willing to pursue what it meant um, but since I've gone about fixing the problem, I've noticed an uptick in energy. But uh, as I found out, I am a uh, an anomaly when it comes to um, you're supposed to lose weight when you get on a CPAP. But apparently, that wasn't the case for me. Uh, it decided to say, "No, well, you're good. You're, you're, let's put on a pack on another twenty pounds. Why not?" You know, sometimes that happens. Yeah, that's a common you know problem on Is this it? topic of uh, sleep apnea because you're spending a lot of energy trying to breathe when you have an apnea. Yeah. Now, when you fix the problem with CPAP, you're not expending that energy, so you tend to gain weight. But I caution all the patients about this. So when your sleep apnea is corrected, you have the energy now to go exercise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's still no excuse. There's no excuse. That's it. You t- people tend to uh, gain weight with CPAP because for the same reason that I just mentioned. I mean, it, it certainly has put my uh, my wife's worries at ease. Yes. Um, I am not. I am now down to, I think, two episodes a night. That's perfect. From uh, I can't remember where I was. So I mean, it was. It certainly has made a big difference, and it's one of those things that even snoring, it's certainly fixed. Having those uh, those plugs in your nose that I do. I I, I did the mask at first, mm-hmm. but then ended up going with the nasal pillows, and you, you kind of miss it when you don't have it. Did she give you an ultimatum or did you all sleep separately? No, she uh, never an ultimatum. She was just truly concerned. Um, There was never an or else. Uh, We never slept uh, separately, but she was just really concerned. And she she did all the legwork and said, uh, be here at this time. And I did. You know, Jim, so. uh, today the term sleep divorce is very popular. Really? Yes. Couples sleeping separately because of uh, snoring. No kidding. And other sleep you know, disorders. Some people move in their sleep. So people are having a sleep divorce. But my aim is to bring couples back together. 
Yeah, I, I, that's a good thing. I, I never even heard sleep divorce before. That's an actual thing. Yeah, this is, uh, you can you can find it. That's the big thing now. It's a fashion. I mean, my parents, uh, that probably explains a lot of their turmoil in their marriage. They, they thrived on conflict. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my father was a loud snorer, so maybe my mom wasn't getting enough sleep. If But they never, they never actually slept apart, though. Yeah. If they're if you're snoring, then it's pretty reasonable chance, more than ninety percent chance that you have obstructive sleep apnea, and we need to look into it because, as you know, poor sleep, especially obstructive sleep apnea, is tied to a lot of diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, and of course, when you have all those, you are at risk for cardiovascular diseases like a heart attack or a stroke. So you have a myriad of problems, not to mention brain fog, learning, memory, and cognition. Now, anybody can suffer from sleep apnea. I would imagine you can be in the best of shape and still suffer from sleep apnea. Correct. A third of my patients are normal weight. Mm -hmm. Usually, sleep apnea is associated with overweight mm -hmm. because as you gain weight, you tend to gain weight around the neck and then the weight narrows down the air passage. But then if you have a jaw problem, if your jaw is pushed backwards, so that narrows the, right. uh, you know, it's just not one problem. You know, people, sometimes people have deviated nasal septum. In children, especially when you have big tonsils, that's blocking the airway. Anything that blocks the airway can can cause, uh, you know, obstructive sleep apnea. Alcohol is one. It relaxes the muscles, so the muscles just send to sag, blocking the airway. Pain medications, sleep medications, uh, all those are contribution contributes to sleep apnea. So I would imagine that even like some uh, dental practitioners are good partners for you. Correct. Really? So this is called an oral appliance. So everybody's afraid of the mask, even in your own case. The masks are smaller now. There are other treatments. So uh, there is oral appliances. There is uh, a device called Excite OSA, where you keep the device in your in your tongue for 20 minutes prior going to sleep. This is the first FDA approved device for the treatment of mild sleep apnea and snoring. And then there's this new treatment for severe sleep apnea and, and, and for moderate sleep apnea uh, called Inspire Therapy, which is like a device that gets the tongue out of the way. So when people talk about sleep apnea, you forget the key word. It's called obstructive sleep apnea. Literally, it's an obstruction. Mm -hmm. The main culprit of the obstruction is the tongue, which falls back blocking the airway. Right. So when that happens, the brain says, hey, there's no air flowing well. Let's wake him up. So even though you're sleeping six, seven, eight hours, you're not getting restful sleep because of this phenomenon of what we call in medical terminology arousals or the brain. If you study the brain waves, you're not sleeping quietly. Your brain's always active. So you're not getting the uh, deep rest you deserve. So it's mainly the brain kind of saying, hey, wake up. Correct. You know, You're, you haven't taken a breath in, I mean, what's the typical length of time people go without breathing with sleep apnea? So we look at the minimum is 10 seconds. Sometimes people go up to like 15, 20, up to 30 seconds of no breath. And then there are changes when you don't breathe, the carbon dioxide builds up. That's a big trigger for the brain. And that's when you struggle to breathe. And then that's when, you know, the abdomen pushes, opens up the airway. That's when the snorting, gagging, all those things happen and people wake up. And then the same thing happens again all through the night. Has sleep apnea become very well known and prominent in the last uh, 10, 20 years? I mean, has it always been a thing throughout human history? Oh, yeah. It's really? been mentioned in several uh, books in, in history. Uh, but 
the the as science grows people are more aware of the association of sleep apnea and medical problems like diabetes high blood pressure heart problems uh, atrial fibrillation then the focus is mo- more so heart and the yeah, and breathing go together like you when you are climbing stairs you see your heart rate is beating high and then you're bre- you're also short of breath yeah. imagine in sleep when when breathing is slow the heart has to compensate it has to beat faster it has to beat stronger to keep you alive so during during a regular person's sleep your blood pressure is supposed to be normal or to lower because that's called the equilibrium should be relaxed should be relaxed yeah. but with people with sleep apnea you are not you never reach that state so you're always on the high alert so the number one reason to look for treatable cause for high blood pressure is to correct the sleep apnea so because you get the rest at night see everybody's blood pressure is little bit higher during the day because we are busy we're doing things stress and all that but during night is supposed to regulate right so that regulation called auto regulation does not happen in patients who suffer from sleep apnea it's interesting you mention um getting out of breath mm-hmm. especially when you're doing a rigorous exercise or mm-hmm. anything like that uh, i've noticed that my shortness of breath or being out of breath has diminished uh, since i've been on the cpap and did the treatment and everything um, <clears throat> we took a trip up to Washington, D.C. in March, and we walked the um, uh, the cemetery there that I can't remember the name of at this point, um, Arlington. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's if you've ever been there, it's up, you know, it's nothing but an uphill climb if you want to see the tomb of the unknown soldier and things of that nature. Um, I was out ahead of the rest of the pack of my family, man. Rest of them were kind of. There's something there's, right with you, Jim. That's I, what they said. <laughs> I tell you, you know, it's about time after so, you know 48 years, there's finally something right with me. Um, with some of the signs that people need to pay attention to, if they're not aware, if they're not married, if they're not sleeping actively with somebody that's noticing these things, what are some of the things that they can pick up themselves to maybe indicate they might have an issue? So the first commonest symptom is snoring at night. And then the spouse or the loved one noticing that you don't breathe. Mm-hmm. So that's called the fancy word called apnea or stopping breathing. Right. So those are the things that happen at night. But if you are tired during the day because you didn't have a good night's sleep, so brain fog, just don't have the energy and you're yawning all the time, you know, uh, then, then that's a big sign. Mm-hmm. Mental fog, you know, you're not doing well or you're falling sleepy at the uh, wheel. Mm-hmm. So those are signs that you didn't sleep well, and and sleep apnea also slows the metabolism, and if you tend to gain weight for unexplained reasons, so this is like a vicious cycle. Weight gain causes sleep apnea, and sleep apnea causes uh, weight gain. So I would look for snoring, being tired, and of course the classic sign of uh, stopping breathing at night. If you have all three, you're almost 100% sure you have sleep apnea. And typically somebody who is by themselves, they can get a sleep app or something like that that measures, listens for things. You can, you can because, you know, it's tough to, you can't really tell if you yourself are snoring. I know that I did because now if I don't wear my mask, I wake up with almost like a sore throat. Okay. And it's an unpleasant feeling. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest reasons why I score such a good grade with my uh, CPAP usability. Um, but it's one of those things that, yeah, I just, if it helps my wife sleep, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, so would you, is there an app that you recommend for people to download? So I am kind of a person, uh, who was not having, I don't tell people to wear gadgets mm-hmm. tonight 
at, during their sleep because once you know some information, you worry more and then you create another problem call insomnia right yeah. but there are so many apps out there you know the there are a lot of watches and wearables so i would say to wear it for a couple of nights get a gauge of what's going on and if it shows you're snoring and if it says your quality of sleep is not right you just need to get help right. don't try to get all the information that's out there by yourself and then create more bad habits which it does not help you in any way so essentially just come see you first <laughs> yes, or your or your uh, your regular doctor consult yeah. with them, and then they can take care of a lot of things. And then if that doesn't, you need a sleep specialist referral. If you essentially suspect that you are suffering from sleep apnea, say you're by yourself, you live by yourself. There's no one there to let you know. Um, it's worthwhile to check into it. I'm glad I did. Um, and you know, you, you just it's life. You kind of work through all the different hurdles that pop up. But I mean, I swear by it. It's uh, it's been a wonderful thing for me. Um, some of the things that I experienced, like you were talking about, less brain fog, I'm much more alert. I've got more energy. Um, I still take the occasional power nap in the afternoon. Sometimes it'll come upon around three or four o'clock, depending on the year. Um, but typically a 10 or 15 minute nap, man, what a tough, what a little battery recharging session that is. Yes. Power naps are very good. I recommend people uh, for a power nap. But it should not be more than 30 minutes. So right. you just, you know, because our body has a, something called the circadian rhythm. You know, you're tired between two and four. That's how uh, that's how your body is. And you're most awake around 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. So in the afternoon, if you want to take a Sunday afternoon nap, go for it. But if, you, if you're napping for a long time, then you are operating on sleep debt. So there's, a, there's some other problem. Right. Or if you have a medical problem, if you have heart problem, uh, you know, people tend to be more, you know, tired and sleepier. If you have lung problem like COPD, emphysema, you you take longer naps. And people who have, uh, you know, cognitive uh, difficulties like Alzheimer's, they tend to take multiple short naps during the day. So short nap for 15, 30 minutes is great. It's called the power nap. It's very important. I, I do it. But if it's longer than 30 minutes, then you might have to pay attention. Your body's trying to tell you something. I would imagine that sleep solves a lot of problems. For yeah, sleep is the new uh, superpower. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the power that controls uh, controls a lot of things. It controls uh, <laughs> how you feel. It controls, you know, your blood pressure, how your heart feels. You, it gives you a lot of uh, energy. So it uh, helps you to uh, not gain weight. Uh, so it is the superpower that controls all the other powers. Well, there you have it. If you have any suspicion or if your spouse or partner is getting on you because you're snoring too much and you're uh, not breathing at night, definitely see your general practitioner, your regular doctor, have it looked into. You'll be glad you did. And of course, once they ask if they refer anybody, make sure they refer you to Dr. Bajoy John and Dr. Sleep Fix. All right. And one other uh, thing is uh, there's a little hesitancy in people coming and getting help because they're worried about all the wires. They don't want to go in a strange environment. But in today's world, 95% of the sleep studies are done at home. Yeah. You just wear this device. You, you know, the, the that should not be the the reason right. to preclude from getting help. Right. So once you know how important sleep is and affected with, and it can affect various parts of your body and function, you have you can take the first step. And then everybody's worried about the big Darth Vader mask or big mask. That's not the case. Now we have def different treatments, like I mentioned, the oral appliance, Inspire, Excite, OSA, and all that. Uh, there are newer treatments, so don't hesitate to get help. There we go.
you go. Check them out. Sleep Fix Academy. Is there a website for that yet? It's www.sleepfixacademy.com. Thanks for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you on another episode.